Welcome to Mars Messina Presents. I am Mars and today is Saturday, February 4th, 2023. Episode 94 is where we're at today. And episode 94 is equal parts reflective. It allows us to be in the present moment and it helps us to set goals for the future. We will be talking about vision boards, what they are and how they are useful. Now, before I get to that, I do want to talk about that uh, Chinese, um, what they're calling a weather balloon that has entered American airspace and um, which the government, our government, the U.S. government, that is, the U.S. government suspects to be a surveillance balloon as opposed to a weather balloon. Yesterday, specifically in the evening, um, that weather balloon or that surveillance balloon cruised over southern Illinois and some other Midwestern states. It had entered um, into the, <clears throat> the north border of Montana where there all just so happens to be nuclear silos there in Wyoming and another state right over there. Uh, and then it started drifting east and it's probably somewhere over, I haven't looked at the tracker this morning. There's a tracker for, for this thing. Um, I'm assuming it's probably somewhere in a snowstorm in the east. Um, anyway, According to the Associated Press, this huge, and it is huge, high-altitude Chinese balloon drew severe Pentagon accusations of spying despite China's firm denials. In fact, Secretary of State Anthony, or do you call him Antony? Uh, Blinken abruptly canceled a high-stakes Beijing trip aimed at easing U.S.-China tensions. So this could not have come at a worse time. The dialogue would have been narrowed down to only address this issue had he gone. And um, a so-called friendly meeting might make the U.S. look weak because it was meant to be a friendly me meeting. Like, let's, you know, there's all this tension, you know, the president of China has long, has a, he's been playing a long game against the United States. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it wouldn't be prudent for anyone in the world for the U.S. and China to knock heads. It would be a disaster, and I think everybody knows this. However, um, that balloon went and ruined everything. In a statement that approached an apology, the Chinese foreign ministry said the balloon was a civilian airship used mainly for meteor meteorological research and purposes. He said that the airship had limited self-steering capabilities and that it had deviated far from its planned course because of winds. So really, that's where it stands. Um, 
you know, upon further observation, the U.S. said that um, while it does not to appear to be a military weapon, it does appear to be a surveillance balloon. And that would be bad. Um, but now the ball is in China's court. Like, this was a really bad move. What are you going to do about it? Now, is it a surveillance balloon um, when China has really powerful spy satellites? I'm not sure why they would need a surveillance balloon. And also, this is not the first time this has happened where a Chinese balloon came into U.S. airspace. Uh, but I think the big deal was, you know, we're at mounting tensions right now where we were going to have this meeting. And that's when this balloon comes flying through. So I, you know, this is a story to be continued. We really still don't know what that uh, balloon is, what it's used for. And people are saying, why don't you shoot it down? And um, the U.S. said um, that it could possibly be toxic and we don't want fallout. So that's why it hasn't been shot down. But it's being closely watched, even by people like me on a tracker. Anyway, let's get back to the vision boards. While nothing can ever be promised 100% effective in our lives, the fact remains that we do, as human beings, have the potential to turn our dreams into reality. <clears throat> and this process of taking an idea and turning it into our real-life experience that is called that process is called manifestation and I personally I believe that God nature and the universe give each and every one of us a major blast of luck be it good or bad but that we also can conjure up our own luck when we are in harmony with nature and with events and changes and we embrace that, we are more likely to manifest our dreams. Furthermore, we are more likely to manifest dreams by setting goals and taking the action, taking the necessary steps to achieve these goals, to realize them. We have to, of course, act on them. Vision boards have proven to be a helpful tool in helping us reach our potentials. Now, it's not like this magic um, amulet. It's a tool, a very useful tool. So no, they're not magic, but they do help us manifest the miracles we seek because they're so visual. For success with manifestation, we have to set our intention, okay? Believe that it will become a reality, and that can be hard to do, but... You have to set your intention and you have to believe it can happen. And then, of course, you take the active steps, steps that, you, that you can take. Um, you have to do everything you can do um, to make the abstract ideas come to fruition. No matter what our goals are, be it to learn how to relax or how to be more patient, how to improve a romantic relationship, that you want to travel more, that you want to find a job that you love, um, you know, that you want to be more proactive with self-care. Psychologists suggest that a vision board is a great tool 
to use to these ends. Now, I'll talk a little bit about this. When I was younger, a younger person than I am now, obviously, I used to do this. I used to have vision boards. And um, I used to think that they didn't work because the things that I was setting my sights on, they weren't happening. But now that I look back, other things happened instead that were as good for me um, and maybe in one or two cases even better than what I had originally planned. Um, so they do work. Uh, maybe not in the way that you had set out, so it might look like failure, but something does happen when you go to work to go after a goal. Something will manifest. Anyway, um, the vision board itself is a visual representation of goals that relate to your life's direction. So you might have a, a board, like let's say you really want to, you know, restore or rehab your bedroom. You want a new bedroom set and you want it to look a certain way. Um, that's, I'm, that's a vision board for your bedroom, but the vision board I'm talking about is um, manifest or, yeah, like a visual manifestation of what you want to happen in your life in general. Putting your goals on paper in this type of visual format really can help you achieve them. According to Psychology Today, it's a magazine, mental practices like visualization can increase motivation, confidence, and even motor performance. In one study, researchers found that athletes who practiced visualization found it almost as effective as engaging in actual physical practice. And all you have to do is watch the Olympics. How often do you see skaters and skiers, like mentally, you can see them doing this. They mentally go through their routines and they see their courses before they even set foot on them. Before they even begin their performance, you can kind of see them, you know, they're kind of swaying or they're staring really hard. And what they're doing is they're visualizing their performance. And we can actually see them seeing their work before it's even performed. So visualization does work. Vision boarding is also a fun like arts and crafts project that allows you to see what your goals would look like once you achieve them. Now, there's a motto at the school where I teach and that motto is begin with the end in mind. So um, if, for example, you'd like to be more comfortable with your body, you might put pictures of happy, healthy people uh, coupled with empowering words like confidence on your vision board. Use your vision boards to help you set and prioritize goals values and intentions. Vision boards are fun to make and it helps you to tap into an artistic creative side that I'm beginning to fear we're beginning to lose. Now there's apps like Pinterest and may, many of you are already using this. There are apps that help you make virtual vision boards 
and they are useful and they are fun. But there's something about creating the vision board with your own hands um, that enhances the experience of using them. You also have to have the uh, creativity to choose the materials that will make up the vision board and you'll need to set aside time to do that. And you'll need to dedicate a space to hang the vision board where you can see it all the time. So I would heavily suggest that you opt to create it with your hands. Now, if you're unable to do that for whatever reason, have someone help you with it. Have your kids or your partner or a friend, have somebody help you with it. Somebody who knows you really well, somebody who cares about where you're going with your life, somebody who is completely supportive, of course. Um, and as long as they're there to assist you and not to direct the vision board, that is your job. You direct them as they help you make the board. So all of this requires concentration, hard work, creativity, imagination, and artistry. And those are all great things to practice for anybody. Now seeing your vision board regularly with the images and the words that represent your goals, your wishes, your values, helps remind you of what you want to do, who you want to be, and what you want to have in your life. It can also clarify what you really want. So for example, let's say that you've been kind of picturing yourself um, to be an accountant. And then you start putting this vision board together and there's images of spreadsheets and calculators and numbers. And for some reason, it's not turning you on. Then, you know, you might want to ask yourself a few questions. Is that what you really want in your life? You might want to revisit your desires. Maybe you want to be an accountant because your best friend is an accountant or um, your parents are accountants or you just figure that will be a really good, safe way of making a living. Um, it doesn't mean like, you know, if this vision board isn't, Floating your boat, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be an accountant, but it makes you clarify exactly what it is you want in your life. The vision board will help you ensure that you continue to move toward your goals because there is going to it's going to be staring in your face every single day. You're going to be putting it in a place where you're constantly seeing it. And it's going to help you consciously, but it's also going to help you subconsciously. And um, it will help you well after you've created it and well after you've hung it and displayed it. It will continue to help you as you see it every single day. So um, let's talk about some of the um, materials that you might be using. Um, poster board. And then either magazines and or photos and or images printed from the internet. Um, additional images and words, um, like from artworks or old books, you know, if that's what you want. You're going to need scissors, you're gonna need glue sticks, you're gonna need paper and pen, 
you're going to need art supplies if you go this way. Like you might want to use Sharpies or paint or glitter or sequins. And you want to set aside plenty of time to do this. Maybe you won't do it in one sitting, but you will allot time um, to these ends. Um, so make it a priority, make it fun, and um, don't rush through it and allow for mistakes because you might change your mind about something or you might spill glue. So allow for that time. Maybe a lot, maybe three hours to this project and maybe it, you're not sitting all there, you know, there all three hours at once, but maybe it's an hour here and then the next day another hour. You know, you get my drift, I think. Anyway, so here are the steps you can take to create a vision board and not only a vision board, but one that will actually work for you. So, first, take a moment for self-reflection and figure out what's most important to you. And that sounds easy, but you would be surprised how cluttered your mind is with things that maybe other people want for you um, or what you should want for yourself. You gotta weed, you gotta be honest and you have to weed through all of that. Now think about the one or two segments in your life you really wanna change and focus on the words from that those sectors bring to mind. Then decide if your vision board should represent short-term or long-term change. Now as experts suggest that Using yearly benchmarks is the most digestible and easiest way to track your progress. If you are already keeping a journal, um, that can be helpful. You'll reflect on the past year. Consider where you are now, what is working for you in your life and what isn't. And ask yourself what lessons you've learned and what you're grateful for and then doing this will set the stage for everything else. So then this brings us to the second step. Set your goals and prioritize those goals. Now you're sitting down with paper and pen and you're thinking about your goals for the coming year, if you're gonna do it for the year. This initial step serves as a brain dump and just write everything that comes out of your head. Just write it all. And it will include everything from big goals and dreams to a little wish list type of stuff. Um, it can also include intentions, meaning you wanna be more mindful concerning yourself or your relationships or your career, for example. And you want to choose words that represent these goals and these dreams and these wish lists. So maybe a word like clarity will work for you or joy or peace or health. These are just examples. After this first brain dump where you get all of your thoughts out there in random order, big and small, review the thoughts and the notes and figure out what your priorities are and um, either circle your priorities or create a whole new list of what you want to prioritize. 
what are the things that you really, really want to happen above anything else? Okay, so you're going to have a lot of desires probably, but what are the ones you really, like, these are the ones, like, this has to happen. Those are going to go onto your vision board, definitely. Now, a lot of other things will end up on the board, too, but just make sure that the biggest things get their place and in a prominent place for you, you know, you know where it's going to draw your vision onto the board. And then after you've done this kind of brain dump, and you've made your priorities, start to find images and words um, that will go onto the, vis the vision board. Now, this is the fun part. This is the playful part. This is the artistic part. So do make sure you're having fun. Make sure it's not a chore you need to speed through. Do take your time and have fun with it. Like go back to like when you were nine years old doing stuff like this and how much fun it was then and it should be that much fun now. Search for and cut out images and words that embody exactly what it is you're envisioning. Go through stacks of magazines and, you know, if you're not ordering magazines anymore, you might find free stacks over at the public library or at your dentist office. Now, of course, ask if you can take them. Um, or you might be able to buy some... Um, like if you go to a local Goodwill or thrift shop, sometimes they have stacks of magazines that are like 25 cents for the entire stack. Um, you can also post on social media and ask your friends to give you any old magazines they might have sitting around. And then clip everything you like, the colors that you like, words, the interesting images that draw you in, and be on the hunt for any image or word that might relate to your goals. And it's useful to cut out way more than you're going to need or will ultimately use just so that you have a variety of choices or if something inadvertently gets destroyed in the creative process, you have something else to grab. If there's a goal or intention that for some reason you can't find a good image, um, go ahead and, and get on the computer and do an image search. Now, of course, you know, doing it this way, going on the computer and maybe printing something out, this is the easiest and the cheapest way to do this and probably the most time efficient. However, try not to rely so heavily on technology and instead use your wits, use your imagination to find objects and to find the media um, that you want to use. It's all part of the creative process and it's all part of the game and it's really useful for your brain and for your dexterity to work that way. Now, <clears throat> your finished goal boards um, might include a mix of magazine images, pictures printed from the internet, um, words that you cut out of a magazine or a book, and maybe some stickers and glitter and such, maybe. Having said this, um, this might sound like a overwhelming project to some people, 
Um, so there might be, um, for some people, there's too many options or there's too many images and too many words that come to mind. So if that's the case, you might want to take your board and break it up into sections and organize it in such a way to make the board more manageable. So if you wish, you can do something like this. You can divide the poster board into a nine section, what's called a bagua, which is a feng shui map of life areas. And what you do is you draw radiating lines from a center point, almost like a sun, and you use the different triangular shapes as life area sections. So just picture it, like right in the middle of the board is a big circle, and then these lines that jut out to the ends of your board, like sun rays. And between the sun rays is negative space, and that's where you're going to put your images. Again, it's optional, but the nine section bagua, or even some other way of compart compartmentalizing your board, that can provide a nice framework and some general life categories to keep your goals and your vision board well-rounded and organized. After dividing the poster board into life areas, you can write goals and intentions for, uh, for each area directly on the poster board. Now, don't worry about writing right on the poster board because it's gonna get covered over later with your collage images. So you don't have to worry about how that looks. But that's a way of organizing. So in one, between like two of the sun rays right in the middle where the negative space is, maybe you're writing health, wellness. Um, maybe you want a ripped body. Who knows? Whatever you want, put it in there. Write it down on the board, and then you're going to cover over those words with the um, images that you cut out. And you can do one section at a time. So before you glue anything, just set the images and the words in a way that look pleasing to you. And once you've discovered, hey, this is what I want, then you glue them. But we'll, we'll get into that. I'm getting ahead of myself. So doing it this way, you know, like this Bagua way, it adds a layer of intentions as part of the finish of vision board, even if you can't see that layer Ultimately, if this is still overwhelming, then what you can do is create smaller individual vision boards that represent one single goal each. Goal specific. These are little goal specific vision boards and they're dedicated to just one area of your life. Okay, so we were talking about health. You have one goal-specific vision board for health. You have one goal-specific vision board for travel. And you might end up with five vision boards that are smaller, but there's five of them. Anyway, after you've done this organizational process, now you're going to assemble your imagery without committing it to glue. So once again, assemble it together. Make sure that's how you want it to be before you commit to glue. You might want to move things around. You might want to switch things out. 
only glue everything when you've had all of the when you have all of the pieces you need and you have them in the places where you know you need them and then if, if it looks just perfect to you that's it then glue them down working with one image or word at a time turn it over apply a layer of glue with a glue stick preferably because uh you could use you know the bottle glue but that often will just squirt all over everywhere so a glue stick is more desira desirable i think then stick it to your poster board rub over the image with your hands to smooth it out as much as possible and try to get out to the edges rather than just the middle of the piece of paper okay after you've done that after you've glued all of your images onto your vision board then you might want to embellish it now this is optional you might find that the vision board as it is with all of your images and your words that have been cut out from magazines or you downloaded some images that might be it for you but some of you might look at it and you might want to add your own words or doodles or sketches over and around the collaged images with your sharpie or your colorful glue um, or um, maybe you have sequins and glitter or lace or ribbon or whatever and you want to glue that on too you can do that now put your vision board somewhere where you can see it and think will the best place for the vision board be at your office will it be your bedroom or your living room in any case it should be a sacred space where you're going to see it all the time and where it will help you focus it's important to create a vision board but it's equally important to see it to, for it to be useful you have to see it regularly the trick is to make sure any words you use are short and that the images you choose are vivid, attractive, and glossy so that your vision board regularly catches your eye. It should be set up in an equally important and attractive space and if you can manage it in a place with really good lighting. You can frame it um, if you'd like or you can simply tape it to the wall now once you've done that you've hung that vision board where you'd like to have it stand back and take a look at it how does it look now if you're happy with the board you can proceed to the next step otherwise continue and don't get mad just it's part of the process continue to rearrange to add images and words or to subtract to trim them out if you feel like you've created the perfect vision board for yourself or until you feel like you have uh, take a photo of the vision board and maybe you're using it as wallpaper on your computer or on your smartphone your vision board doesn't even have to be on poster board. So other formats that might serve you just as well might be a portable vision board like an accordion fold book. 
that you carry around with you all the time. It could be a cork board or a bulletin board and maybe you're using push pins rather than glue. Or an actual wall, like you have a wall that's dedicated to inspiration, also known as an inspiration wall. So you can pin and tape images and words to a wall in your home. Um, small vision boards and a planner. Now this is good if you're creating one vision board for one specific goal in life. So like in a planner, maker includes small vision boards within this calendar or this planner. Or you can use an art journal as a vision board. It doesn't have to be poster. Okay, now, now you're going to use that vision board as a road map. Making the vision board, that was just the beginning. Now it's time to use it as a guide into your new future. And there's a lot of ways you can do this. So like you could create an action plan for your goals and take action, you know, um, that's based on what you're seeing on your vision board. Review the board as you create it um, or create your action plan, whether it's your to-do list for the day or the week or the year. Okay. Then um, journal about the goals that are depicted on the board. Uh, practice visioning exercises. So closing your eyes and imagining the achievement of your goal. And of course, you know, it's good to have a support network if you have one. Get support in the areas where you know you'll need support. For example, if you're trying to stop drinking, you're, you need help. You can't do that alone. If you're a problem drinker or you're an alcoholic, you need help. You just do. So get somebody, one person, a friend, um, a coach, um, somebody that you've met in AA. Get them involved in this to help you support yourself. Show them the vision board. And finally, the last step is to update your vision board. Though the vision board is a wonderful tool, it's just a tool. You can't just sit back and expect things to magically occur um, for things to magically become a reality. Not to say that stuff like that doesn't happen, like it just falls in your lap. That's very rare. Think of your vision board as a living entity. Rip things down off of it, add things, or even start from scratch if you're so inclined to do so. Be open to variations of what you want to achieve. So, for example, if your goal is to be a vegan, don't beat yourself up if you're m more of a vegetarian after six months of trying to be a vegan. You're still manifesting. That's still manifesting. You've given up meat. You're a vegetarian, so you're eating some eggs and, and honey. You're still on your way. The goal is still to be vegan. And it's not going to happen on a dime. Maybe for some people it can. It can happen that way. But for other people, you know, there's nutrients you might be missing. Um, the vegan diet might make you feel bloated. So you have to take time in the transition 
but you'll get there. An expert has said, sometimes we miss the fact that we've achieved something great because it doesn't look exactly like what we thought. And I know that um, I've missed a lot of the things that I achieved in my young life because it didn't turn out the way I had envisioned. And I thought I was a failure, but it's now when I look back, I'm like, I accomplished a lot. Uh, and I didn't value it or even realize it. But vision boarding, does it work? It does work. People report being awed at what has transpired after putting their goals on a vision board. They have achieved, received, changed, and manifested so very much, and but not always in the way they expected. Goals were not always met in the time frame that they had expected or hoped for, but goals were achieved and exceeded and sometimes changed out for something better. Besides the fact that a vision board helps to turn a wish into reality, they work on other levels as well. The act of making the vision board helps to identify and clarify goals. Um, it helps you to question those goals that you've already set. Um, you see your dreams and your intentions on that board. They help you focus on values. They help you focus on gratitude for what you already have. And they help you focus on lifestyle choices that you need to become what you want to become. They are really an effective tool to help you navigate change because change is inevitable. And um, when something changes and you just feel downtrodden, you can still look at your board and still find ways to achieve your goal even though life has changed for you if that makes sense. <clears throat> I hope it does. Anyway, um, so yes, use your vision board as a map. They're not magic amulets that will make your life per perfect, but they're a creative steering wheel. See it that way. Um, yeah, and like I said, I used to use vision boards when I was a much younger person, and somewhere along the way, I discontinued the practice. And now I'm seeing another birthday coming my way very soon, and I wonder if my life might be enhanced as I turn a year older by revisiting this practice of my younger days. After all, as Pablo Picasso said, it takes a long time to become, to become young. And while I will never be 20 again, I can always be youthful, youth, youth. I can always be youthful. And being youthful, I think what that means is that you're still filled with dreams and you're filled with life. And um, in that regard, we should all be youthful. So, Please join me in reconsidering having more belief in your hopes and dreams rather than more belief in your fears. And 
With that in mind, I'm going to get started on my own vision board this weekend. It is now time for bedtime stories from the acoustic bookshelf. I will be reading the poem called Success from the Ladder of St. Augustine by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. We have not wings, we cannot soar, but we have feet to scale and climb by slow degrees, by more and more, the cloudy summits of our time. The mighty pyramids of stone that wedge-like cleave the desert airs, when nearer seen and better known, are but gigantic flights of stairs. The distant mountains that uprear their solid bastions of the skies are crossed by pathways that appear as we to higher levels rise. The heights by great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were toiling upward in the night. Until next week, arrivederci.